Welcome to Fifth Draw Wild, everybody. I'm your host, Matt, and if this is your first time with us, this is a show where I interview people about the slices of pop culture that they're most passionate about. We're jumping right into our episode today. I hope you enjoy it. And we're back for episode four of our Gravity Falls Supersode. This one is all about the journal, and I am joined once again by Jake and Scott, the Brothers Mason. Guys, welcome back. Thanks for having us for four consecutive times. Four in a row. Watch the throne, uh, punks. I think I think this makes me uh, number two in the running. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe. At at the end of this, I will have six. Watch the throne, kid. And this has been our uh, regular uh, fifth draw leaderboard discussion <laughs> update yeah there you go also it's the brothers masons just fighting yeah so that's yeah it's doing. just like it's like how we communicate basically <laughs> listen it's fine eventually i am gonna have a belt and i'm probably gonna, gonna give it to jake forever at this point it's whatever uh if, if you take a shot at the king you best not miss is all i'm saying to any pretenders to the throne that want to step up you know weirdly i've gotten several people that are like i'm coming for jake's throne so i want to be on the show now and it's like great yeah, yeah hey, sure. Yeah. Hey, uh, do your best. Good luck. I sure don't mind. Um, so today we're talking about the journal. I am so excited to talk about this. This is going to be real fun and kind of a, a tiny needle to thread. A little bit. Yeah. Let's start with what on earth are we talking about when we say the journal? Well, Matt, I'm glad you asked. Uh, the journal... From Gravity Falls, journal number three, the Dipper has uh, that that facilitates all the MacGuffins and helps them out of danger and puts them in danger. Uh, it is a real thing that Alex Hirsch and a couple others wrote and produced, and they made a replica of the in-universe journal that was released after the series had ended. Okay, here's the first of couple spoilers. In the first episode of season two, you find out that there is a secret, um, like there's more to the journal than the, you saw it from the first season. In that there is also invisible ink that shows under blacklight. So, enough people bought the first journal that they produced a second limited edition one with a bunch of blacklight uh, only invisible ink that you can read and it's a good thing one of us has it so we can talk about all that cool cool stuff it's me i have it did you did you see listener how subtly jake got in that jab to make uh scott and i super jealous again because i don't know what you're talking about i felt it and i live across an ocean from him (laughs) that's just how what i've grown up with i'm used to it look it comes with a monocle to uh so you can like zoom in it's got like it's like a magnifying glass uh, it's got a little bookmark. It's very nice. It's my. Do you want to know what my number is? Yes. I am. I am number five thousand three hundred and twenty-five out of ten thousand. Uh, Alex Hirsch, if you're somehow listening to this, uh, I hope you had really, really good feelings for that one when you signed it and wrote messages in it. Um, it feels. It feels good. There, there is one thing that you kind of mentioned and brought up that I want to touch on before we dig in. Um, we mentioned in the first episode, in the first overview, that the journal doesn't lie. For for most of this show, uh, when when someone cracks open the journal, they get the answer. Maybe not that they want, and it may not be the full answer, but they get the answer they need. Is that fair to say? Uh, yes. That changes. 
uh, when they discover that there's black light, that there's uh, invisible ink in the journal. Because at yeah. that point, what happens is the journal starts to be a super unreliable narrator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like in universe, in, in the, the canon, uh, what happens is that's where something went very wrong for the author. <laughs> so there's a point about halfway through in the very beginning of the show, they say like half these pages are blank. Like there's just nothing in here. And so about halfway through, uh, it just starts being blank and then Dipper takes over and he starts writing about his, you know, adventures over the summer, essentially writing about the show that you'll see. That's, that's about literally halfway through. Yeah. Um, there is uh there for, for me, I have a total of four blank pages, two, full you know facing pages of of blank stuff that that do have invisible ink on here um and stuff uh i don't i don't i think it's just the one no it's uh, the... two facing pages in the is it two okay cool cool, cool. but ours don't um, have anything then... special on them right yeah um sorry about that by the way uh then then you get dipper stuff also another cool thing about the uh fancy edition journal and i promise i will stop trying to rub this in it's just it's a really cool journal and i'm very happy to have it i got it for it uh for my birthday uh for me um there's also pull out uh stuff in here um like there is a uh there are like little pictures um that are in the regular journal but you um i can lift them up and i can see things that are under them yeah, uh, that are they're supposed to be like notes that were taped in place in the show that were taped in place by the author for us, yeah. for Scott and I, they're just part of the graphic of the page. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's, it's really cool. Um, I guess there's actually, uh, there's about two points where everything goes to, to pot, um, yeah. in here. The, there's one that happens as a big turning point in the, uh, in the author's journey that yeah. changes everything. Um, and then, and then, yeah, then it kind of gets weirder and then, then it just stops. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then you kind of got to fill in your own blanks. And then Dipper starts filling in blanks, but it's Dipper and Dipper is certainly an unreliable narrator. <laughs> to be fair, he's 12. Yeah. Yeah. He's a 12 sweating also, nervous boy. <laughs> he's, he's got other problems to worry about. Yeah, like, uh, um, trying to not get the world destroyed. Uh, my favorite thing about this is that Dipper, when he discovers the invisible ink, um, he goes back to the his first page, the "Hey there," uh, and then he, and it's it's like legitimately like the thing from the beginning of the show where it, you know it's like, "Hey, this is all this weird stuff." He's like, "Hey, I just found out you can write in invisible ink," and then they're literally the whole next page and most of that first page is just spilt invisible ink, and he's like, "Well, not doing that anymore," and there's no more invisible ink for Dipper stuff. <laughs> That is pretty cool because one, that's super dipper. That's exactly what that very do. dipper, yes. And at the same time, like that's just a nice way that people that like the show, the people when they made the the thing, are going to be like, hey, don't worry, looking for the next dozen pages or so. Yeah, d- yeah, don't like you don't have to go crazy. Like there's some going to be some more stuff later, but like for right now, you can just chill. So that's the hardcover. That's that's the hard copy of the books of the journal itself. That's the physical ones that, uh, like, you can go into a bookstore and buy the basic version of it today. Yeah, yeah. If you can't find it in a local bookstore, which check your local bookstores first. Keep those going. Uh, check Amazon; they probably have it. 
almost positive they do. And it's a fun thing. Like, if you love the show, and guys, you should be watching this show so that you can love the show. Hey, guys, show. watch the show. Hey, guys, you should watch the show, probably. Yeah. Uh, and if you love it after you've watched it, which you should, go buy the book. It's great fun because, Jake, you said something that is 100% true about what this journal kind of represents. Uh, yes, there is a third season in here. Yes. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's tucked away after... Mm. it's hard to explain when and what the circumstances are without spoiling a lot. But let's just say uh, there is a lot of history that that you get to read up close. And then there is also a, a big old like extra portion um, about something that happened to the author uh, later on that you get to read about. And it's, it's really cool uh, and it, it fills in a lot of blanks and it also adds a lot more to the show and the mythology and everything. Uh, and then there's like an epilogue to it too. That is also very, very nice and made me cry on the last page. Yeah. So um, there's that. So what we're going to do is all three of us have a copy of the journal. Uh, some of us have special copies. Whatever. Some of us might have two copies. One of them's regular. And then one of them is like maybe a little bit fancier. Yeah. Than the other ones. Um, now, since I don't have a special copy, uh, when I mentioned that I have my black light out, which I do, uh, it's because it's part of my Dipper costume, which I'm wearing the hat out of because I am a giant nerd and I love this show. Um, <laughs> so what we're going to do on this episode is the three of us are going to dig into this journal and we're going to bring up some points that are found in the journal, but not in the show proper. Like, they might be hinted at, but it really just dives deep in the journal. All right? Okay. So, yeah. who's got something they want to dig in first? Um, um, I kind of want to go... There's literally, I think, if I'm reading this, there is ten categories of different ghosts that, like, I think two or three of which come up in the show. Uh, it's, I think in, in the episode of Northwest Mansion Mysteries, you see, um, like three of the, of the pages, like, cause he, he sees the first, uh, baby one and then skips right to the last one. And I think you might see the hipster in the middle, but I don't think you get a good look at any of them. Yeah. No. And, and it, it just kind of glances over it. Dipper mentions there's 10 and just kind of flips through the pages. Like you said, but some of those others are pretty funny. Yeah, there's because there's like you know there's the category one. Eh, it's very cute. Like it's it's kind of cute and it floats stuff and whatever. The second one is pranksters and there's like two like you know greaser and newsy street ones. dogs type. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's a there's a basically a slimer from Ghostbusters. Um, there's haunted pictures. There are just spookum ghosts, uh, and it also tells you that you can you know trap them in silver mirrors, which comes up in the show. Um, there are soul suckers, which are very weird. Uh, and then there are Phantoms of Pain, which are Hellraisers. Yeah, literally um, like um, pinhead Hellraisers. Yeah, um, that are nailing their tongues together to the floor, which is weird. Then there's then there's these two, uh, the Eternal Key and the Petrifying Rock, which has a keyhole in it, and it's it's very vague and it doesn't come up in the show and it's just it's nothing. It's just for the book, and and it doesn't even say. What happens if the key finds the keyhole? But these are two different categories of ghosts somehow. That 
that's weird to me that they're categories and not just their own entities. Yeah. Like, when I think of category, I think there's a couple of these. Like, there's enough to warrant a whole category. There's gotta be a few, but it looks like it's very specifically one and a different one. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, and then the next one is Dream Hipsters, which are just, you know, Freddy Krueger's... With uh, utensils for fingers. Yeah. And then finally is the, the Category 10, the Danger one. Do you guys want to know what happens if you blacklight the Danger one? Yes, please. Am I going to have nightmares? No, uh, the opposite. Sometimes uh, if you blacklight the uh, regular ghost, apparently if you if you put blacklights over ghosts, you can see what's inside of them. Uh, so the, the kind of cute one is full of bones and is actually kind of creepy. And the uh, number 10 is just this old man. Do you remember, like, the um, the guy from Curse the Cowardly Dog? I don't remember his name. Not the, not Muriel. The Eustace. other guy. Eustace, yeah. It's like him. It's like this dude in a in his boxers, and a, and that's it. <laughs> and he's, like, this old man underneath this Grim Reaper outfit. That's, that's, that's pretty fantastic. great. Yeah. Uh, I do. I do. We mentioned the uh, the key and the, and the rock. And... Uh, did, have you guys read those entries? Yes, I have. Uh, yeah, there. I have not. Okay, so the key is this uh, desperate gener, like one in a generation, one soul in a generation is so desperate for purpose that it turns into the key when it dies. And its purpose that it inherits is to open the rock and summon what sounds like a death demon. Yeah, Kirk's ghost, the unperceivable. And apparently, the only reason the world hasn't ended is because the two of them can't handle scheduling. Yep. <laughs> yep, and they're always 10 minutes apart. They're always, one's always 10 minutes late. Like, that's pretty great, right? That's, that's pretty great. That's the kind of yeah. stuff you can expect out of these journal entries. It's like, huh, there's a lot of creepy stuff here. Yeah. Um, there's also some pages straight from the book, uh, from the show, that you see, like um, the secret... Uh, tunnel and it says behind Trembly Falls, which Quentin Trembly is the um, the the president, the eighth eighth and a half president who you find out in the episode of Rational Treasure, um, who found Gravity Falls, but they had to keep it a secret because he was such an idiot uh, that they tried to hide that fact away. Um, so that's neat. That's like a neat little thing you only get from the books, but also it's like just that page and you get to see it. Um, and it's just like there's a tunnel back here. And that's where they find these mysterious symbols that lead to him finding his muse, which is like the thing that kind of turns on him um, later that causes the book to get weird. But like that's in the show in episode two, but you don't you don't know the rest of it yet because you have it. You can't read the book in the show because mostly just scribbles. Yeah. And it also that that brings up one of my favorite things, which is the uh, the island from episode two. Is actually a giant monster head. Yeah, um, it's uh, I'm trying to find it. It was right before the falls. Is it right before the falls? Yeah, um, underneath it is this big old thing. There's this giant tooth, and there's an episode of the Dipper versus the Unknown called the Tooth. And there's just this big tooth they find, and you find out it's from this giant island that moves which is why nobody really does anything on it because it moves around sometimes which is creepy and and awesome now this also brings up there, there are some interesting things when you read this journal that uh you really should not read this journal until after you've seen the show and you should go watch the show yes absolutely uh, because on this page where we're talking about the island 
if you look at the page next to it, there's huge, massive spoilers. Uh, because it's talking about the the author remembering his past. Oh, yeah. Talking about Glashard Beach. Yeah. Um, yeah, where he grew up. Um, yeah, that's a that comes up in season two. It does. I mean, <laughs> and actually, it, it actually comes up a tiny bit in season one, but you don't know until season two. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's again, it, pay attention to everything and remember every detail. I know it's a big ask, but it'll be worth it. It's they're not that big of episodes. It's fine. You can do yeah. this. All right. So, uh, Jake, what's something you want to. Um, let me, let me do a couple, let me do a flip through. Um, now part of, part of the fun of this episode listeners is going to be that we're all kind of just digging through these books right now. And we're just, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm so quiet. (laughs) Just, I'm getting a little distracted. We're half discovering half remembering. Um, there is a, I'm, I'm really tempted to talk about the, the blacklight mysteries, but I know that eventually Matt, you will get your hands on one and you will want to experience it for yourself so i don't want to ruin too much um but i will say on the very last page there is an epilogue um that that basically is uh alex hirsch's second goodbye because like in in the show at the end there is an epilogue delivered by dipper that is sort of like a hey thanks for coming along um and on alex hirsch's twitter i just got a little choked up okay let me see if i can make through this on his twitter i think it's still his pin post it says if you ever enjoyed gravity falls you are an honorary pines um which is very, very good and very important. Um, yeah. But also, on the very last page is epilogue, um, and in blacklight, there is just a bunch of invisible ink, like a, a, a block of invisible ink. And above it, it says, place your hand over this page and reveal it with the black light, and then remove your hand, and you leave a, a handprint of where the light did not hit the, the ink. Cause it's not necessarily invisible ink. It's like this, uh, it's like, um, glow in the dark. So it'll hold light. Yeah. Um, so it works best in the dark, but you can do it in the light and it's, and it'll be fine, but it holds light. And so you move your hand and there is a handprint and it says your initiation to the pines family is complete. Uh, and it's very good. And it, it's, it, this is the second time I cried on the last page for very different reasons. Like like Jake said, there there's there's an epil there's there's a whole third season worth of material in this journal. Um, you know, at, we we've mentioned there's this whole stuff in the front about with the author kind of chronolog- chronicling Gravity Falls's weirdness, and that's the material that we see in the in the show. That's the stuff that gives Dipper all the answers um, as he yeah. goes, and then we find out like eventually there gets to be more story that happens. Like in the journal, we find out what Dipper's name is. Yep. Yeah, I just found that out yesterday. What what page is it on? Because I have not found it since the first time I oh, read gosh. the book. Oh, gosh. Oh, I also just, just saw... I just saw a... Uh, under favorite constellations, uh, the triangle named William. <laughs> yep. There's al- there's also in blacklight. There's a um, it'll light up some of them every time there's stars. It'll light up a couple. And uh, Alex Hirsch loves axolotls, um, the weird mudkip fish, mudkip fish. Yeah. Um, well, fish lizard thing. Uh, so there's a lot of like hidden axolotls in here too, uh, which is pretty cool. Okay, I think it- I think I found it. It's on the August twenty seventh page. Yeah, right? it's after Dipper writes in it again. It's yeah. 
Dipper Chronicles, basically the finale. I don't know. I, I can't find it. I'll do a Google. <laughs> Google it later so we don't eat up all this time. Uh, Matt, what about you? What, do you what uh, What's something in the book that you like? I want to talk a little bit about some of Dipper's entries that like are are flushed out but we'll, we can get to that okay i'm going um, to i'm going to touch then on something oh man i just saw it here a minute ago so there's there's a lot of things that get get shown in here that don't get shown in the show we've mentioned that probably several times by now um yeah but it, it bears repeating because there's a whole bunch of stuff that's kind of just funny but also kind of like just more of this world. There's a, there's a whole list of these other random creatures. It's near the beginning of the book, I believe. And it's just, it's this list that goes on and on and on and on and on. And you're like, Oh, that's weird. Why, why is this all in here? These are dumb. And you're just kind of flipping through. And it just seems like silly jokes until you get to one that's called kill Billy. And ah, yes. The kill Billy. <laughs> Yeah, like leprechauns. And yeah, you get you get the invisible wizard, and there's some barfing fairies, and the abominable bro man, which is like this this bro yeti, essentially. Yeah, that's like shaved part of his arm for a tribal tattoo. Um, so I do want to talk about the invisible stuff on this one too. Okay, um, just because it is very funny. So there's the barfing fairies, right? They're like, oh, these fairies that are pretty cute, but they can't stop throwing up, and it's very gross. And then there's the invisible wizard. It's like, oh, all this cool stuff. If you blacklight over it, the invisible wizard is horrifying. Like, like his face is on his stomach, and he's just points and stuff. And the wand isn't necessarily a wand. It's just like a weird appendage that he has. Oh, and the no. reason the barfing fairies are barfing is because they can see what he looks like. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty great. Oh, no. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. So poor Grenda, who was making out with the... Uh... Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Grenda. So there's, yeah, there, there's this page that's got several other monsters on it, like a scamp fire and kill Billy and uh, Suskitos, which are fun. And Steve, yeah. yeah, who is a giant, and apparently he lost his thumb, and that there's like a thumb coffee table somewhere in the show, yeah, and I haven't seen it. Like I don't know where it is. <laughs> I just know that there's a thumb, and may, maybe it's not in the show. Maybe he just mentions the thumb that he's using it as a coffee table, and that's the joke. But like I thought it was in the show, and I cannot find it for to save my life. I just I just love that the the definition uh, the author has not. Uh, actually really met Steve. He hasn't gotten to interact with him a whole lot. He's just kind of seen like evidence of his passings. Uh, yeah. And he says, I call it Steve because it really acts like a Steve. Yeah. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the lines uh, prefacing that uh, is it threw a deer at me. So I decided to leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's, it's done very seriously. Like the author, you can tell is like a very serious guy, but his, it's very joking, but the author's not telling any jokes. It's just like, this is a thing that happens, and because it's weird and funny, I will record it as it happened, but I'm not, like, I'm, this is very serious stuff. Uh, there's also the Sudskidos. Um, here, it, uh, it will spell out messages on, in Mosquito Bites on you, but it will always be spelled wrong. Um, so instead of saying, beware, it says, bewarb. Which um, which then, is given which is presented as a joke in the first episode of the show. 
Yeah, it's just like a throwaway joke, but like it's in the journal. Um, and there's also like it says, uh, uh, you know, a batch out for Will, which is misspelled stuff that is very important later. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like there's there are possessed outhouses. Yeah. The portal potty. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, then there's just some weird like the octopus and a cowl, which is just a owl with a cow face and the cow face yeah there's a whole page of just like weird birds which i love that there's like here's the ornithology page the, yeah, the, the woodpecker pecker yeah it's a tiny woodpecker that sits on woodpeckers and pecks them i love that octopus because just cthulhu but a hawk yeah yeah and the stomach faced duck which is, is a little horrifying it's a little creepy it's that's also a joke in the first episode of season two when the FBI agents show up. He's like, "Look, look at all this stuff in my journal," and they open it up. And they're like, "Stomach face duck. What is this? This is nonsense." Oh, uh, Jake, on the page that's called magic items, that's where it talks about the giant's thumb. But like, it's is it in the is it in the show? Is what I'm wondering because I feel like it is, but I don't know where. I don't. I want to go back be. and look in Seuss's house for that. Because I feel like that out of everywhere that that would be if it was in the show. I don't know. Yeah, I I need I need to look closer. Like there's the uh, the cloak of occasional invisibility. Yep. <laughs> yes. Sometimes it works. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I think one of my favorite that's just kind of a non sequitur thing is the uh, platypus. The the platypus. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's just this this platypus whose pat skin you know uh, fur pattern is plaid. Um, also, the platypus comes up a lot in the invisible stuff. Nothing creepy about it. Just about how much he likes the platypus. I. It's just this very it's this very nice stuff about like how cool the platypus is and how like he drew a really good one and he's very proud of it. It's really fun. I feel I feel like I wonder if that's almost like a reference to another Disney show, uh, Phineas and Ferb, where they have a pet platypus. It might be. It might be a little bit of a nod. Because uh, uh, Perry the platypus is pretty great. Pretty, pretty yeah, great. Uh, just a secret agent platypus man. Yeah. Uh, there's there's also um, this is in the in the book. I'm on the page. Uh, it's about. I, I don't know how to quantify this. It's a little ways in. Um, it's it's right after the map, the the Irrational Treasure map page. Mm-hmm. Um, it says August 3rd, and there's some stuff about the Northwest family and a flood oh, yeah. that happened way back when. Oh, yeah. The... That killed some lumberjacks that were, you know, or, or lumberjacks and builders that were building the house. And that's where the ghost comes from and he kind of looks like a corduroy and it's a whole thing also um in in this book in the invisible one you do get to find out what the password for the laptop is so oh there's that. nice yes i can't tell so, you because it's kind of a spoiler <laughs> so here's here's the fun here's to me what is the fun fun part of this journal besides just like Oh, look at how much world building they did here. It's you're flipping through and you're seeing all these funny things. You're seeing like a thing about a weird carnival that's got uh, uh, an oddly familiar looking carny in it. And you pass by like a squash with human face and emotions. And you start flipping through and you see like mechanical blueprints. And you see like all these horror things that start showing up as these uh, weird, bizarre experiments get darker and darker 
And then there's a page that's all black and red. Yes. Um, yep. I, keep, I keep missing it. I'm trying to find it. There it is. And it's uh, it, it just says, my muse was a monster. I was a puppet. F was right. F is his assistant, presumably. Um, and it's just like these horrible eyes. And it's very scary. And the blacklight stuff isn't any better. It just says, like, help me and please help me over and over again in in different, like, combinations. Like, some are, are anagrams and, and whatnot. Uh, it's just like, oh, something bad happened. The book is about to take a turn. And then the book takes a turn. Yeah. Things? The handwriting doesn't change. It's just everything gets more frantic and there's splotches blood splatters and eventually we get to the point where he discovers invisible ink as a useful tool yeah and and that's it and then after that um all if you look at their eyes on all the every time an eye pops up for the rest of the authors um like saying it's only a couple it's only like one page uh everybody's eyes are very creepy looking yeah yeah very familiarly creepy hmm and uh, then we hit Dipper, which is kind of a nice change of pace after all yeah, that. I like, yeah, I really like these because it's just like, here's what happened, but like extra again and in a, in a little bit more detail and like just like some different stuff about it, you know? Yeah, like there's there's a whole backstory with some things like he points out the random dude that shows up in the first few episodes. Uh, it talks about what happens to uh, the head of one of the wax figures after the episode. Yeah. Uh, there's also, um, like, the Gremloblin, like, it's how he got rid of it. Like, you tried to bury it in a hole, and that didn't work. So he had to drag it away and throw it in the forest and drive away real quick. Yeah, there's, like, you you get, you get to, uh, if you had not picked up in the show, for some reason, that Dipper has a massive crush on Wendy... She gets a whole page. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it's just like, hey, here's Wendy. She's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Heart palpitations. You can feel the sweat dripping off of that page. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff. I really like the Dipper stuff because it's just like, like more stuff for the show. And it it's just like a real. And there's some some Mabel stuff in there. Mabel gets a hold of the, the journal and writes some stuff in. Yeah. Um, Seuss gets to write a page. Um, he, he writes two pages on, uh, cause he, at, at one point Seuss wanted to, uh, he had to meet a girl to take to his cousin's wedding. Um, so he was trying to, you know, ask a girl out, any girl really. And he was bad at it. And so he got this dating simulator from Japan and it turns out that it was possessed, uh, not possessed, but like sentient. Um, and was like, you're my boyfriend now, Seuss. And he it's just basically, like, he basically brought forth a yandere and it, uh, it's a little horrifying. It, yeah, it's, it's really creepy. Uh, and But then at the end, like, you get an update as to, like, what happened. Her name is Giffany. Um, and you get to find out what happened to her afterwards. It's, you just didn't in the show. Like, you just never saw um, in the show. But, like, you just get a little bit extra. It's pretty nice. And it... Listen. If you enjoy this, this show, you're gonna dig the journal because it does so much for the show. Like... What reading through all this and going back and watching the show now, I'm just like, oh, buddy, you don't, you don't even talk about half the stuff that's really going on around you all the time. Yeah, like, like, 
a lot of the extra stuff that just would not fit or make sense in a show, but does really, really work as journal entries really, really work as journal entries. And like going, going deeper into Dipper stuff, you get, you know, past the time baby and into, uh, the nightmare head, which is like this just horrifying attraction, like big carnival head. That's supposed to say, I heart kids, but it's all on fire and broken, and the H and the R are gone. So, it says, so I, I eat, eat kids. kids. And it's, it's like teeth are missing. It stands big head, but a balloon, but like a, a hot air balloon. And it's like very scary. And you just, you know, get a little bit more about that in, in the book. Uh, and then uh, we mentioned earlier the different categories of ghosts. Uh, Dipper adds in category 11, which is the ghost we see at the Northwest Mystery Mansion. And, uh, uh, and it's... The demonic vengeance specter. Yeah. Oh, and that's a twelve-year-old's got to be a little extra with it. And that's uh, that's the point where we also get the confirmation that it is a corduroy. Yep. Yeah, it, it's there's a picture of him when he was alive, and it says this is a crazy thought. Uh, he looks a lot like his picture I saw in Wendy's house, huh? And it also does something that uh, you know. Listen, if you're someone who enjoys shipping things, there are two people that Dipper seems to have crushes on because he draws them remarkably similar. Yeah, it, yeah he very draws, well. He draws two people in profile and he draws them very nicely and they are they are they look very good in profile like like as in like he made sure to make them look like they were like cool fun people that he kind of likes and uh yeah, there's a little bit of that. And it's another good telling point is if he ever crosses out something about 90% of the time, it's going to be about a girl. Yep. It's yep. either about or, a girl or it's his name. Yeah, he, he crosses out his name, which starts with an M. That's all we'll give you. Which, um, okay, his twin's name is Mabel. So, you know. Good. And this is based off of Alex Hirsch and his twin sister, Ariel. Yeah, so. There was good odds what I re- that they were What I really like about that is is you just think his name is Dipper until episode 7. Where he says, like, he shows his birthmark and he has a, a dipper, a big dipper shaped birthmark on his forehead. And Wendy's like, oh, that's why that's your nickname. So, like, even she knew, and in the universe, like, they all know, like, Dipper is his nickname. But nobody ever asks about his real name in the entire show. So we were just like, we're just never going to hear it, I guess. And then they put it in the book, and I can't find it. And nope. I, I, read it I read it once, I sure. know what it is, and I cannot find it. It's uh, Matt. I'm pretty sure you've cut like five minutes of us just digging through trying to find it. Yeah, we did. We did try to find it, but it just was not working. I mean, you know. Uh, so, what else do we need to talk about in the journal? Is I feel like part of part of the problem that we're having here. Uh, we're, we've gotten a good episode out of this, but but part of the problem we're having here is we don't want to tell y'all the big spoiler stuff because yeah, we, the we want the you last... to watch the show. The last quarter of the, the journal show. is a, a an, an account of something uh, that we can't tell you about because it is literally like one of the biggest things in the show that would totally spoil everything. So just go watch a show, I guess, is maybe the moral of this series of podcasts that we've been doing. In case we haven't said it enough times. <laughs> go watch the go show. Go watch the show. Just watch the show. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Watch the show. I think, yeah, once we get past a certain like point in the journal, it's like stuff we can't talk about because it's all stuff that's related to the big reveal. 
Yeah, and it, it's related to, and not necessarily like about. It's just like, or or plays into the show at all. There's just like a lot of like backstory that shows up later. Uh, right. Got it for Found some it. reasons. Where is it? Okay, it's on the page uh, after the author takes over the book again. Uh, the true theory of weirdness. Uh, Near the back. I got against all odds. I'm back. Yeah, it's there's like that. It, the mind reader. Is it before the parallel worlds or after? It's after. It's after. It's after all that okay. stuff. Nightmare quadrangle. Two dimensional dimension. A better world. Uh, eventually, Mabel gets to write about the episode that involves unicorns. Okay. It's after yep, the there was... it is. There it is. Okay. Alrighty. That's nice. Found it. Good to know. Yeah. I'm trying. Ah, and it it is genuinely it is such a good scene, and I really think if I had seen this on the screen, it wouldn't have the impact that reading it here in the journal has. Yeah, because you you've seen so much, you know, like like by letting it be post show, it it feels like a secret. It feels like it's just for you, you know? Yeah. Which is which is kind of what this sh- this journal is all about. It's like, hey, thanks. Here here. Like we promised a lot and we didn't give you everything that we could have. So here it is. Here's the rest of it. And then we got even more with the super secret one and I I know we gave Jake I I gave Jake at least a hard time about kind of rubbing it in our face, but man, like, I do want a copy of that because it's even more secret, like, special stuff about this show that we love. Yeah, and it, and it's, like, a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Like, I went through um, over the course of two nights just, like, in my room with the lights out and a black light, just, like, looking at every page and just like seeing what every page has to say. And there's some that just have nothing. Some have like just splotches in here. And it's like, it's not, it's not everything, but there is a lot more information that you have to actively dig for. And you have to like wait until it's dark and you need a black light and you need to, you can use a regular light because like I said, it's like a, it's a phosphorescent ink. So it'll, if you just like point a flashlight at it, it will glow, but not nearly as quickly as the way UV light charges it. Um, so you can buy a UV light, like a handheld one on Amazon for like five bucks. So uh, just do that. And if you ever want to make a dipper costume, you need to have one anyways. So yeah, exactly. For, for, you know, authentic accuracy purposes. Yeah. And look, I mean, there was a non-zero part of my decision to buy the, the journal that was like, oh, well, I'm going to make a dipper costume. So I need the journal because duh. Right, yeah, obviously. Like, I have the hat, I have the vest, I have the shorts and the shoes and the blacklight and the not-so-quite-as-cool journal, but eventually I'm going to have that one, too, because I love this show. And, man, I don't... I think we've probably run out the clock on this journal-heavy episode. Well, can Uh-oh. I say one more thing? Yeah. Yes. Take take the soft cover off the uh, the non-blacklight journal... And you get blueprints. Yeah. Like, there's blueprints for um, a portal, for a sea monster. It's it's straight from F's desk. And Wait, I like just on, found this. 
on the other side of the the dust jacket. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a nicely like laminated blueprint poster. Hmm. Uh, and apparently, the memory gun only needs two double A's. Oh, nice. <laughs> look, batteries not included. Look, F is nothing if not efficient. Yeah. Uh, I just just found that. You, you every guys time are you human... look at something, gravity falls. You are rewarded. Is is yep. the moral of this story? <laughs> yeah. Uh, y'all just heard us discover new stuff about this thing we love. It's fantastic what these journals do. Um, so let's wrap up here a little bit. Um, man, I don't know how much more we can say. Go watch the show, but go watch the show. Uh, go watch, go the, watch show. the show. That's all next episode is going to be is just us well, saying go watch the show. Yeah, here, next episode, I kind of want to like, like right now on the air, I want to hash this out. Do we want to talk some spoilers? Maybe not, maybe not like arc spoilers, but like episode spoilers. I mean, here's my problem. My favorite episodes are the last three. Well, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's, that's, I think a problem that all three of us probably have a little bit is those last three episodes are real good. So good. Oh. They're, they're, it's a very good time. Trust me. Yeah. As someone who watched them when they aired and had to wait two weeks between each one. Yeah, it was. Oh, that's a nightmare. It was. Uh, it was horrible because yeah. at the end of one, you're like, oh, you have to d- do this. And at the end of the second one, you're like, now there's only one left. And then you get to the third one and you're like, oh, everything was worth it. Everything was worth it. Yeah, we uh, when I watched it, Josh had all of them downloaded up until the second to last episode because the first hadn't come out or the last hadn't come out yet. So we also waited that two week period of just what is going to happen. Oh. Um, I don't, I don't want to get the full arc spoilers yet. Um, I do think there's, there's a space where we can come back together and we can do just a spoiler blast super sewed on all this. And I look, I know some of these episodes, it may seem like we're struggling for content, but that's because we don't want to talk about spoilers. Yeah. It, yeah. It, like, these if, would if all we, be an hour and a half long. Yeah. If we didn't, if we didn't care about you, the listener, like this, these would be very long episodes and we would tell you everything and you would have no reason to watch the show to like find out the stuff that is so good about the show beyond all the cool stuff we've already talked about. And you need to go so watch like, the show. You really just need to watch a show. I haven't checked to see if it's on Hulu, but it, it used to be for a little while. If not, it's, it's all, it's all on iTunes. You can, you can probably find it somewhere on the internet for surprise. Free. I did. It's, it's not it's hard. on YouTube, I dude. I don't recommend it, but you def. I bought every single episode individually, so it got the most amount of money I could give it. Okay, like I didn't buy the season pass for any of them. I bought I bought them four dollars at a time when they came out. So Ooh, I, I I got a couple of you covered. All right, just just check it out however you need to. I definitely bought the season passes. They're so worth it. This show is so good. So um, worth it. It's it not not even a question. Just get them all. Like there's four technically four seasons. There's only two seasons, but there's four they, volumes. They, there's four volumes. Uh, just get them all. Don't look back. I like I promise you you will like them. Yeah. I I 100 100% agree. Um so we'll we'll do episode spoilers of our favorite episodes. We'll we'll have free reign on talking about favorite episodes outside of the series finale. Sorry, dude. Um, eh. 
it's fair. I have I have other favorite episodes. It's not like there we go. Um, so do so do I. So does Jake's. We will be good. Um, that's what we're gonna do next week. We're going to talk about our three favorite episodes, probably about two each, and uh, we'll see that's where that takes thinking. us. So, uh, Scott, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me online at ScottyMace1. Um, you can find me, hopefully, in the next couple months um, with the podcast I want to launch, of an actual play podcast, um, where I just DM a game of D&D for my roommates. Nice. Jake, where can people find you on the internet? I'm on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. I do 100 podcasts. Um, I have... So many. Just come ask me on Twitter. Go go listen to Pokemon World Tour United and and Cool Kids Table. Those are the two big ones. And Hard Reboot. We we just the last episode of Hard Reboot is very very good. Go listen to it. it can confirm. It was it was it's, a banger of an episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, go check those out. You can find me on my bumper stuff that's coming up here in a second. But one more time at the end of this super episode. At the after the final episode, I'm going to be releasing a new podcast with Alan Sells, who co-hosts Hard Reboot with Jake and I, and uh, is Jake's game master extraordinaire over on Pokemon World 2 United and on Cool Kids Table. We're doing a limited series podcast, and what that is is Alan and I sat down and we recorded all the content for the first for the first batch of this limited series. So you're going to get all the content we have prepared once a week for all of September. Um, we're both super excited about this. And at the end of next episode, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. So hop back on next week and uh, we'll see y'all then. You can find us on the internet at fifthdraw.com, follow us on Twitter at fifthdraw, or email us at social at fifthdraw.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Hoodley. If you enjoyed this episode, why not give us a rating and a review? Or maybe tell a friend. Getting the word out helps us immensely. Our music is Arcade Montage by Lee Roosevelt and can be found at the Free Music Archive. That's all for this week. We hope you'll join us next week for another episode. And hey, thanks for listening.